College prep? Yes! College prep? Yes! Hi everyone! Welcome to College Prep? Yep! That's right! The podcast where students and parents have fun talking all about college prep. We walk you through the process and help you tackle those tough moments where you find yourself wondering, now what? Hey, Aaron, now what? Let's get started with our episode. Brought to you by NSphere College Planning Services. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to College Prep. Yep, it's Carmela and Erin with our fifth episode. That is crazy. I can't believe it's already our fifth episode. I I hope that you guys are are thinking this as well. Um, We're really excited to be able to bring this to you and just help as many people out there as we can. And so a few quick reminders. Please come check us out on Facebook. Look for the NSphere College Coaching Community. Stop in, introduce yourself, subscribe on iTunes. That's really convenient. It'll just let you know, hey, Erin and Carmela are ready to have some more fun today with you. So, And then as always, we have our monthly membership options. So when you are on our website, nspherecps.com backslash podcast, you'll see right there where you can check out which monthly membership program is right for your family. And lastly, please, please, please do not forget to tell your friends. All of this is just really exciting and we can't wait to uh, increase our membership even more. Yep. And actually, before we jump into today's episode, very quick disclaimer I need to give. Um, So those of you who had listened to episode two of our podcast, you may recall I had talked about the pivotal role that my mom had played in preparing my brother and me to take the SAT. And so while listening to that episode, my mom suggested that I clear up a couple of quick things for everyone. The first being that she also worked really hard to prepare us in other areas of our lives as well. So very grateful for that. And then of course, can't forget the integral role that my father played in all of this. So I just wanted to give them a quick shout out and a big thank you. Yes, so if you're listening, mom and dad, Aaron does thank you very, very much. I'm looking at college rankings. Now Now what? what? Uh, I think this is something that is weighing heavy on a lot of individuals' minds, or I should say students' minds, when they're getting ready to kind of finalize that college list. Uh, We all see the publications that come out every single year ranking the colleges. Uh, I know when I was looking for colleges, this is actually one way that I discovered the college that I attended, is it was ranked in one of these books, I, I think it was entitled when I bought it at Barnes and Noble, the 50 most influential or the 50 best colleges, maybe something about students being the happiest. It's horrible that I don't remember, but it was ranked in there. I know that. Yeah. A lot of students start there. There's so much hype and fanfare around these lists. I'm sure people have seen it's in the news. Mm -hmm. Colleges themselves will publicize this, especially if they rank high on the list. They're so proud of it. Oh, of course. They're going to publish it everywhere. (laughs) Your students may even be receiving in the mail um, postcards and just Mm -hmm. information about colleges saying, hey, we're ranked number one in happiest students on campus. And they're doing this as a way to get you to apply. Uh, Like Erin said, this is something they really pride themselves on. They want to be ranked on these lists. It's it's very important to them. Right. And that's why I think turning to these lists and actually only using the list is one of the biggest mistakes that we see families make every year. Um, We always have a handful of families every year, as you know, Carmela, where they do not want to look at anything that's not on one of these lists. They only are looking at the schools that show up at the top of 
certain list. And we get why this happens, right? There are so many colleges out there, and this is like such a scary and emotional time for families. So I think sometimes it feels comforting or reassuring to be able to just turn to this list and say, well, someone says that these are good schools, so this is fine. Yes, and, and, on, and on that note, I think on these lists, a lot of times you see the same colleges will appear mm-hmm. in varying orders on these lists. So it's comforting to know that everyone knows what this college is, so it must be a, a good college. That's just how we equate it in our minds. If everyone knows where you're going, it must be considered great. Uh, but please keep in mind that there's a ton of schools out there that you may never even heard of and they may actually be ranked very very high in the field that you are looking uh, to get into or the major you're looking to jump right into as well. That's totally true. So as we said there are problems with approaching your college search by only looking at these lists. It can be so limiting and so we're here to make sure that you do go about your search the right way and that is the point of working with Carmela and me either one-on-one or joining our community. Um, whatever option makes the most sense for your family. That's what we're here for. And I think another thing is that a lot of times it comes down to brand recognition with colleges and this perceived bragging right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only natural. It's in human nature to want to be number one in whatever you're doing. Uh, so bragging rights are a huge thing. But what I'm going to say is I, I actually think it's kind of corny. I just came up with it. Is, <laughs> you know, maybe you don't want to be bragging uh, about your name recognition school. Maybe you want to be bragging that you found the very best fit for you that is going to set you up for success. So it's a little bit different of uh, mindset of something to brag about, but I think that's the ideal thing to keep in mind here is you want that right fit school. Just because a school is easily recognizable to um, everyone in the nation, it may not be the best fit for you as a student. That was such a good point. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about some of the issues and let's break down what's happening with these rankings. So one of the issues that we see that I think sometimes families and even guidance counselors in the colleges themselves don't quite recognize is that this is sort of a self-perpetuating cycle, right? So many of these rankings do involve input from the guidance counselors themselves or from officials who work at these colleges. And so they might not really know too much about some of these lesser known schools. And so what they're doing is they're just ranking highly the schools that they recognize, schools they've heard of, which come from these lists. So it is this cycle that they see the name on a list and the following year they say, oh, I guess I'll rank that school near the top because I've heard the name all the time. Exactly. I mean, just think about it. If you were to ask me to rank um, my high school or any high schools across the nation, I just really don't know enough to even start to begin. Uh, So that's what we see happening with a lot of these lists. And that is what Erin is talking about. And then I would say the other piece of that has to do with the competitiveness and the popularity of the schools who are ranked high on these lists. So as colleges are ranked highly, students who use these lists will apply in greater numbers. And so then what happens is that drives their acceptance rates down even lower, Mm -hmm. thus making them appear even more prestigious and helping boost their rankings the following year. Exactly. And I I think what we're going to call this is colleges are actually trying to game the system, right? Uh, They're marketing to a as many students as possible. Parents, a lot of times, one thing we hear them say is, well, even though this may be a reach school, and we'll work on defining this later, uh, this is a reach school for my child, but the college admissions officer, they said it is at least worth um, the effort of putting in the application. There's still a chance, um, but the thing is, they're always going to say this. Right, like that's their job. The job of an admissions officer, in large part, is to recruit as
as many students as possible to apply to the school. So I always try to caution parents, take that with a grain of salt. I would be shocked if you actually came across an admissions yeah. officer and you said, do you think my son should submit an application to this school for them to actually say no? I mean, I've never heard of that before. Well, no, like Aaron's saying, it's their job. I mean, yes, they are looking for the best applicants out there. Yes, they want the most prestigious applicants. Every single college wants that in order to um, move up on the ranking system, we'll say. But ultimately, their job is to get as many students to apply so that it's driving down those acceptance rates and moving them up on the list. So just keep that in mind. Um, it's a blanket response. If you'd like some real input, that would be where Aaron comes into play. Uh, so we have really neat software here. And all NSphere families, actually, when you work with us, you have access to the same software. But when you meet face-to-face -face with Aaron, she is actually able to predict, right, using her crystal ball <laughs> of all the compiled information, what kind of school this will be for a student. Um, she'll be able to kind of predict what their chances are, if she thinks they'll get in, if she thinks they won't get in. When you watch Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football, if any of you out there watch that, they're always picking the winner, right? So we feel that we have our very own sportscaster here, Aaron, who is able to accurately <laughs> predict college um, acceptance rates. So NSphere families, you have access to her. For those of you that do not, uh, once again, please be sure to at least check out the Facebook uh, coaching community. Erin uh, is very active on there. I am as well. And you'll just have 24-7 access to us at all times. Great. Well, thank you so much for the <laughs> high praise, Carmela. Um, so I guess the moral of the story here is don't get too caught up in rankings. There are so many other more important factors that will have a much bigger impact on your college experience and how prepared you are for your career path. But it is okay, I want you to know, to use these rankings as a starting point. Right. And that is what we are going to talk about now. Uh, if you're looking at college rankings though, please, 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 as a word of caution, pay special attention to the criteria that they are using to actually rank the colleges on that list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically different organizations will use a different set of criteria to rank schools. Some are looking at cost, some aren't, some, like we said, they're interviewing guidance counselors or college officers, and some are not. Um, some are looking at graduation rates, so there's just a lot of different factors that could be counted, and so every time a list is published, I think it's so critical to really break it down and see how are they evaluating these schools? How are they determining which schools rank at the top of this list? And I know it's basically out of convenience as well as the trend that a lot of times we choose to zone in on these lists, but please don't be afraid to actually dive in deep and conduct your own research. Uh, there's really no easy way to go about this, but doing your own research and looking at specific courses offered, uh, going to different college websites, just checking the college out on your own. Uh, if you can't go there for a visit, taking a virtual tour, mm -hmm. these are things that are really going to help you compile your best college ranking system. Carmela is so right when she's saying we really need to focus on finding the college that's the right fit for you. So every year we see students with these college lists that don't really make sense. We see big schools, small schools, urban, suburban. Yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all mixed together, but they're all great, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so sometimes when 
that happens and we see these college lists that don't make any sense, it turns out that the only thing they have in common is that they're ranked high on these lists, or it's all of the Ivy League schools or all of these, as we call them, tier one schools. And so I just, that makes me so concerned and worried whenever that happens, because that makes me feel like maybe the student wasn't really paying attention to the things that really will matter the most when they're physically on campus going through their college experience. Were they really paying attention to what uh, what teaching style mm-hmm. each college had, or like we said, the atmosphere, the environment that's going to be the most conducive to them excelling and being able to study, and you know, even the size of the school. These are really important factors, and so when we see no rhyme or reason aside from these rankings, that's typically a red flag to us that we really need to sit down with the student and talk through what's going on. Exactly. I think another point to focus on is that everyone can dream of getting into the Ivy League schools. These can be on your list. We're not saying don't put them on your list. It's something great to strive for. But please recognize that there are differences even among the Ivy League schools. And this is what Erin is saying. Each of the Ivy Leagues or all of the Tier 1 schools, they are different. They will be a right fit for different students. Uh, So you can't just uh, lay out a blanket list and say, I'm going to apply to the top 10 ranked schools because those 10 schools are 10 picks for very different students. So please keep that in mind. Exactly. And I would say... Honestly, when we are looking at these ranked lists that are published, that are very hyped up every year, I would say for most students, most of the schools at the tops of those lists are those reach schools. So it's okay to apply to some reach schools, but every student needs to include solid matches and safe options. We need a well-balanced list of colleges. And, and uh, once I, I don't mean to cut you off, Erin, but for those viewers that don't work with us, can you please let them know what is the difference between a solid match and a safe school? Right, exactly. So basically a safe option, and we'll delve into this in a future episode in much more depth, but a safe option would be a school where, for various reasons, we're pretty certain that you will be accepted there. And it could be an option where we're expecting to see fairly generous financial aid offers because those schools might be so excited by you that they're willing to entice you with better financial aid offers. I like to entice you. (laughs) And then we have solid matches. And these are schools where academically you're probably right there in the middle. Their typical average student who is accepted at this school might look very similar to you in terms of grades, test scores, and like we said, there's there are a ton of other factors that, that are involved as well. And oftentimes these reach schools are those schools where we're really not expecting anything to happen. Um, you might get accepted, you never know, but many times these reach schools, they're reaches for everyone. It's going to be really tough. The process is quite subjective, and they're really looking for the best of the best, and they will be splitting hairs at that level. So it's really dangerous to apply to a list of just 10 schools that are all reaches. Yes, so caution, caution is what she's saying. Um, Please keep in mind that the only way to find out what will be a reach school, a solid match, or a safe school for your student is to do your own research. Uh, Right now, I think it's a great time to remind you that as members of NSPHERE's college coaching community and our online membership packages, you do have access to your very own college search tool. It will allow you to do just this. It will um, explain to you the student demographics and the typical 
student that will be accepted into each of the colleges that you choose. Uh, for those of you that are not working with NSphere, uh, check these out online today and see what option could be the best for you. So I guess I'll just end with one more note here, which is, um, again, we don't want you to limit yourself to these name brand colleges that you feel like might just impress your friends or make you feel good to say that you attend a certain school. It always seems like our students who are thinking big picture and really focusing on where will I be after I graduate and how will this help me to be successful and set me up to be successful in my future career path? Those are the students who have a much better, much more fulfilling college experience, really understanding how all of these pieces of the puzzle fit together um, to, to help us work towards that big picture, like I said. And so keeping in mind that some of the schools that you dig around for and that you find through your own research, these oftentimes are the schools that are more generous with financial mm -hmm. aid. Partly because they need to be. They're competing mm -hmm. against more prestigious schools for the exact same pool of students. So it can really pay off in the long run. I know we always say start early, do your work, do your research. And again, this is just one other aspect of the college journey where I think all of that holds true. I absolutely agree. One thing I know that we hate here at NSphere is seeing talented, smart, motivated students get stuck. Uh, and they don't let themselves at least consider these other excellent options that are out there. This is just because we are so focused on maybe the top 10 ranked schools. Uh, but as we talked about, the ranking can be very subjective. And I, I think the best thing to do is come up with your own rank, um, come up with your own ranking system, create your own list and go from there. Right. I guess to, to recap quickly, these rankings, there are a lot of things that go into them. It's totally fine to start with some of these lists as a starting point. If you're really not sure, you know, what schools have well-regarded engineering programs, Programs, for example, as a starting point, completely fine. But be careful. Think about what you're reading. Consider the criteria they're using. And then don't be afraid to veer off from these lists and do your own research and really keep that end goal in mind of what ultimately is the reason we're going to college. Why are we going through this process? Um, and it's because we want to end up feeling like we're well prepared for a career that really interests us that we will be successful in. Yeah, absolutely. And to help you out with this, uh, today's special offer, which is your free downloadable gift, is going to be ways that we find that you can rank your own schools. So what are the criteria that you should be looking for individually in order to make this educated list? To get this free gift, please don't forget to visit www.nsphercps.com slash podcast. That is CPS as in College, College Planning, Planning Services. Services. <laughs> and remember to subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. We're just so pumped that we have a group of people who are out there listening and we thank you for your feedback. It's been great to read some of your comments and we're definitely taking them into consideration. So if you have questions or ideas for future topics. Do not be shy. Tell us what's on your mind. Yes. And when you visit that website that we just gave you, you do have the option to leave comments right there online. Um, we can all see them. We can respond. But the best way to interact with us online is to join that coaching community on Facebook. So please don't forget to do so. Uh, for those of you we've met so far, thank you so much for your participation. Uh, and we hope you are looking forward to our next episode, which is, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Now, now what? what? <laughs> uh, this is Carmella and Erin. And we are signing off. Thanks and have a great day.